Welcome back to the Village A podcast, people. This is going to be lap 13. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this episode. We got qualifying from Brazil. Unreal qualifying today. We got a couple other segments we're going to go over. We got some betting stuff. We got some weather, some other random stuff, and some fan questions. But we're going to start it off with just going over what we just watched in qualifying. Uh, I do want to start off before we say anything about the race. Um, we are recording this on Veterans Day here in the States. So I just want to give a big thanks and shout out to all the veterans out there, uh, past who are serving now, who are retired. Anyone out there, I just want to say thank you. You're the fucking man, especially my boy Nick right here, tank driver, right? Yes, sir. That's fucking right. And I want to say a big shout out to my little brother, Evan, who's in the Navy on the Teddy Roosevelt and my other buddy, Geraldo, who can't remember exactly what he did, but he's fucking out now and he's doing good. So shout out to those guys and only uh kind of relate it back to f1 here how fast can a tank drive nick um so the fastest i've ever got abrams up to is about 44 miles an hour that's fast um, that's kind of ripping actually yeah so apparently some some company in las vegas pulled the turret off of one to see like what the true speed of it was some weight reduction like a super legera tank <laughs> yeah they pulled the turret off it they say it went about 65 Oh, that's um, fast. I mean, it's it's fifteen hundred horsepower. Bro, you could probably and you could probably set a pretty decent lap with that. Probably not. Probably grips <laughs> up pretty know. good though with the with the tracks. It probably grips up pretty good. You can turn real easy. Dude, you know where they're sketchy is on snow. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, they don't they don't like snow <laughs> and sand. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> and I mean, usually they do pretty good in like especially the Abrams. It was built to fight in desert, so it handles sand pretty good. But sometimes the tracks want to walk. Yep. Do we have and we have so like you get that feeling of like hold up stop? All right, pivot right, and then you like feel the tracker seat. Yeah, they go like one goes left, one goes right. Yeah, like the left track will go backwards and the right track will go forwards to turn. Yeah, you put it into pivot. Yeah. And sometimes you can see reseat it, but you know, you're always like because if you if if you you know lose a track, that's that's you know, ten you're, hours of you're breaking done. track and you're done. Park it, mister. I uh, know it's it just ruined the whole day. Yeah, I know tracks do not work in the snow. All our machines that work for the for winter, we have like three snowblowers with tracks. They're pathetic. They don't they don't do anything. They're pathetic. But thanks to all the vets out there, and let's get into probably the. Oh wait, best. I have a Veterans Day shout out too. Oh, hit me real quick. Hit it. Uh, my boy, uh, Nick Lathrop. He is deployed right now. Let's go. And. Uh, also, so Veterans Day to him, and he just welcomed his new uh, baby boy into the world, Miles Lathrop. Yahtzee. Um, another fan, baby. Got another F1 fan. Yes, sir. Um, unfortunately, he was, you know, not really able to be home for that. So that's kind of part of what we, why we have this Veterans Day, the kind of sacrifices that our, our boys go through. And- yes, sir. I do. I, that was the thing. I want, like, it's all, it's families too, bro. It's fucking past. It's retired. It's active duty. It's families. Yeah. Like, it's everyone, dude. It's so. So big day for us here. Be home in two weeks. So, uh, hell yeah, dude. Just uh, keep him in everyone's thoughts and prayers. And I love that. So we probably had, in my opinion, I think that was the best qualifying of the season. That was so much fun to watch. All three Q one through Q two Q three. That was entertaining. What do you think? Q one was interesting. We had some surprises, I thought. Um, 
Lando Norris, baby, fastest overall in Q1. That's my one of my huge notes. So my first thing, Ferrari looked like shit in, in Q1. Like they were in the bottom five for like the first 10, 12 minutes. Like they looked rough. They ended up getting both cars out of the bottom five. Like, but Carlos was like 15th with like 25 seconds left. He was right on the bubble for a long time. And should we should we spoil the the qualifying real quick to kind of set up to set the stage for how unbelievable this was? Oh, hold on. Oh, he just walked away. He's getting something important now. <laughs> okay. Um. So you said should we spoil qualifying? Should I don't know, we... man. I, I kind of depends. I mean, I think we. I think if you're if you're listening to the Village, Aid, you're you're a true fan, and probably like me. I didn't fucking realize qualifying was on Friday this week. I thought it was a normal race week. I didn't, I just kind of spaced it. it was a long, long work week. And I just opened, opened Instagram in my ESPN app and boom, I found out and freaked out. So I think we can, we can tell the village a, and it'll set, we will be able to set the stage for how epic this was. So in Q1, our guy K mag was fucking P 20 until there was 12 seconds left in Q1, dude. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. I was I was watching, I was watching. And I was like, "How is this gonna? How is this gonna end the way I saw?" Like I saw the result, but I was like, "There's no way this is gonna end." Boom! At the last second, he jumps up to P three, in and then ends up at P seven. Gets out of Q one, but an unreal race, and that's right when like the rain kind of started, huh? It was like a drizzle mm-hmm. at the end of Q one. Yep. And that's kind of when the shit strategy kind of stepped in. <laughs> That's when that's when that scene where they cut to the Aston Martin pit wall and uh, the dude who had his hand outside of the like the little pit wall station. Yeah, the patio. Yeah, he was like, "Yep." <laughs> and Martin Brundle goes, "With all that, with all that equipment, still the best way to tell if it's raining is the upturned palm." <laughs> well, dude, because the drivers were all saying like, "Yeah, it's raining. Like, there's water on my visor." And the <laughs> the radio team from the back, they were like. No, we don't see any rain on the radar. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what do you mean? I like there's water on my visor. Like I can see water falling <laughs> from the sky. And they're like, nah, it's nah, there's no weather. But yeah, dude, Lando looks super strong in the wet again. Like I, that kid always, knows, yeah. That kid knows how to fucking drive in the wet. He's a mutter. He's like dude, no shot, or he's like Willis McGahee. Great reference. But dude was a beast in the wet. Dude, he killed it, and he continued to into Q2. But real quick, I'll say the drivers out in Q1. We had a couple of our boys, bro. So P20, I'll go down from P20 to 15. Uh, we had Latifi, 20, obviously. Classic. <laughs> I mean, go, dude, go Tifi. He's, he's ending his F1 career like he started it. <laughs> so Latifi, then Joey. Botas, Yuki, and Mick. Mick almost got out of Q1. That's crazy. Passes out in Q1 with Mick, and then... and they fit. Yeah, they finish it off. So, didn't really... That say- kind of suits to my narrative that I don't think Vic- Mick is going to be around much longer. So, I did see some... I don't know how true these rumors are, but Mick is potentially going to be the second reserve at Mercedes next to, in front of uh, not the second reserve, sorry, the first reserve in front of Daniel Ricardo. Wait, no, no, I thought Daniel Ricardo was going to Red Bull, or did we? It's still it, nothing is confirmed yet. Like Toto is like, yeah, we've talked to him. Like, well, I mean, it's know. all 
it's probably like the it's probably like dude, it's probably like the NFL, like every other sport, like there's a legal like a legal trade deadline and there's supposed to be no talks. I did air quotes there for the for this audio show. I did air quotes. There's supposed to be no talks between these certain times. But as soon as the deadline opens at twelve oh one AM, boom, deals are being signed. You're like clearly these people have been communicating for the last <laughs> month because it, it this didn't happen in one minute, you know. <laughs> right. So like I I'm sure there's been talk but yeah I'm, i don't know exactly when the dates have to be or when the actual driver's list has to be revealed well but... Haas is supposed to re- release the news on their new driver if they are and that's i guess they're in contract negotiations are they getting rid of k-mac no or mick probably mick they haven't said yet but we doubt it's going to be k-mac no nah, dude not after this like she's probably gonna fucking seat at red bull no k-mac's here to stay i think yeah, he'll live. He'll live it out as King Haas. He's gonna literally have a crown next to Gene. Like they're gonna have like, it's just those two are living at the top of the world right now. But on to Q two, we'll say we'll we'll keep we'll keep this thing going. Q two, Lando also looked fucking awesome for the first like twenty minutes or first fifteen minutes of that. He looked super strong, and light they had light rain pretty much the whole time, and. That's when the tire strategies were kind of all were different. Well, were different. I they were all on softs to start it when they started pitting for new tires like halfway through Q2. I was expecting everyone to go on inners and they also brought out new or scrub softs because it was it was like a fine mist light rain and they were still getting lap times out of the softs. It was weird. I didn't I did not expect that. They really milked those softs until like the end of their envelope. The yeah, they, they can push them really far because they, they hold their heat. They can get grip when you don't think they can. But, dude, this is – I wrote a note down that the position changing in, like, the grid position is wild. Like, I was watching that P1, like, the posi- pole position was Fernando. Then it was Lewis. Then it was Max. Then it was Checo. Then it was K-Meg. Then it was, like, it was – Correct me if I'm wrong. Lewis didn't get a fast lap until like the very end of qualifying, did he? He was almost out for a second. Dude, he was on. He was on the verge of being out on all three. I think he was right at the bottom until like the very end when he. The Mercedes didn't look great. I just don't think that. I don't know if it's Lewis or if it's the Mercedes. I just don't think he's ever looked that great in the rain. You know, he's never been that confident in the weather. Didn't he? Beat, didn't he win in the rain in Germany and? Well, it beat Lando because Lando thought he had fucking snow tires on oh that was that one that was well he beat lando and uh fuck was that spa Spa? i think it was i think it was spa when lando fucked up and said like oh i can make it to the end on on slicks and that wasn't spa that was Was i think hungry i'm thinking when i'm thinking when lando spun at spa because hungry was the one was it russia that's my quality information coming out of this podcast today, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're right. It definitely wasn't Spaz. Spaz when he spun out and Seb got mad at his team for like not red flagging it. They're like, I fucking yeah. told you. That was Spa. Yeah. But yeah, it was a like there was a lot of position changing. And that's when I kind of like perked my ears, kind of got a little chubby a little bit and was like, all right, we got something today. And K Mag finished in peace. He was at P7 with like under a minute left too he was like right on the bubble again and 
Uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go through the drivers that got knocked out or what? Yeah. So we got Lance Stroll, Daniel Ricardo. Ugh. I know, dude. That one fucking hurt. Every time, dude. dude for yeah. how for how good Lando's doing in that same car. I mean, I don't blame McLaren for dropping him, but we just we just we thought that why? that was going to be the duo for years dude, to come. Why? Dude, that's going to be the question of the fucking years. Why was Daniel not as good as he was last year? It's weird. I don't know, but. So Daniel's out, Seb out, Pierre Gasly out, and Alex Albon out. But I did write down Hamilton barely got out. He was in P9 at Q2, bro. He finished P9 in Q2. But Lando finished P5. So I don't know how Daniel's fucking 12th. And I don't know. It's weird. Do you think it's, I mean, Lando's really good in the wet. That's true. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, man. It's just. For whatever reason, just Daniel just haven't got to, been able to figure out that car since he's been with McLaren. And even though one, like one last, big race, yeah. Even though last year, like there wasn't as big of a gap between the two of them. I mean, it, it was still clear that Lando was faster. Yeah, and everyone, we all kind of thought maybe Lando's just the young, new, talented kid, and he's actually got the stuff. He's that good. But I think this year, the car, neither of them could be that good with that car, and it having a not so good car brings out the worst driver. It brings out your flaws way more. Yeah. And well, like, then I also, like Lewis, bro. He did not have a great car this year and it brought out some of his weaknesses, honestly. That is true. But like, remember, I think I remember telling this before the podcast was a thing, just when we were talking about formula one, kind of like when this was in its infancy before we even knew we were going to do a podcast. It was like some, some test calls. Yeah. So like Lando, this is really the only F1 car he's ever driven. So Was like, he McLaren in F2 too? No, but I mean, that doesn't matter because those are all Dallara's. Um, this is the only F1 car he's ever driven. I mean, besides last year's car, which, okay, yes, was a totally different car. But like they have that like raw, Orlando has that like raw adaptability and that like, they can build the car around him and because like he's not used to the Red Bull, he's not used to the Alpine. Yeah. It's like he doesn't have to adapt. Whereas Ricardo has to unlearn everything he's learned in his previous experience and relearn it in a new car. Yeah. That's almost twice the work if you think about it. Yeah, that's what that's what Lewis is going through right now. That's why everyone's like, as soon as he had to learn a brand new car, he's like, Bro, I've been so good for the last seven or eight years with the same like they haven't changed the car in ten years. And now he's gotta start from square one again. And I, you're right, dude. Young kids are going to have a great advantage just from, like, no fear, no, like, scar tissue with having a bad car. This car is just the new car. It's like, all right, let's rip it. You don't have to relearn anything. But exactly. So, I know you were uh, pretty focused on Q3. That's when we really started kind of talking. But the first five minutes was hilarious of Q3. <laughs> it was literally just uh, a roast of Ferrari's stupidity. Again, I could not fucking believe what happened. What I was watching, dude. Like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on on track. Like, a lot of storylines which we'll go over. But they were focused. They were literally camera only on Charles. Like, and had team radio up listening. Like, all right, let's see how stupid they are. Oh, he missed the he missed the pit again. He's going for another lap. <laughs> for five minutes, like, yeah, and dude, it was so good for for the first half of qualifier Q three. 
And then so out of nowhere, uh, Magnuson hits the fucking fast lap. And yeah. So yeah, Ferrari's Carlos doing can't this even bullshit. touch it. Carlos is the next man around the corner. He's like three seconds off of it. I know, dude. Ferraris they have they're gambling with tire strategies. They're committed to their fuck up by just not pitting until it is clearly too late. And yeah, Perez passed Leclerc on a hot lap, like <laughs> passed him. Like, I was like, and that's when they're like, oh, this was a bad decision. And Leclerc's dude, Leclerc's team audio or his team radio. I dude, at the end of the season, I might have to like get a get like edit all these the best ones together because him asking the team. Am I the only ones on inters? And Bonito's just like, yeah, I believe so. And he goes, did everyone get a fast lap in the softs? I believe so. So nice, beautiful, fucking beautiful guys. This guy can't catch a break, man. But in the midst of all that, you're right, dude. K Mag dropped a bomb. Absolutely bomb. Like I mean, and it wasn't really that fast of a lap, but it was just faster than anybody else was going. Exactly. I mean, it was he got out at the right time. Like he he thanks the strategy, like being able on pole. Like it's like they got me out first, like right away. I got my tires hot the the fastest, like quickest. And by the time he finished his hot lap, that's when like it started trickling rain and just a little bit of just a little bit of water is going to slow him down a tenth or two. So they. They got him out at the perfect time, which was awesome. Well, and then guess who else he has to thank? Who's that? Your boyfriend. Oh, fucking George Russell. That God, dude. <laughs> dude, I, he gives pulls and he takes pulls, bro. He does it all. <laughs> dude, I mean, his beaching was so funny too. Like he he had it clear. He was ready to go back on track. He's like, nah, spin it around at Mach seven, bro. He's spun like a helicopter. It was the fastest spin I've ever seen. <laughs> but I mean, that's when like we I don't know if I didn't realize right away that it was gonna end right then and there. Um, but I mean came out he everyone pitted for red flag and what was it just weather just started getting heavier and heavier and no one was getting a faster time after that, brother. Yeah. Like no, soft man. if you get a, if you get a time on slicks, yeah, I mean you're not there's no even if I bet fucking Latifi's time on slicks would still be faster than Max's on inters. I saw that Latifi was in P2 at one point, but I don't know what that's the, that's yeah, that's probably when I wrote down like this shit's crazy. Everything's changing so fast. <laughs> I mean, he ended up P20, so it yeah, it's, yeah. That, long. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it got to the point where like the teams that hadn't even set a time or all the teams that set a time on slicks. No matter what they were, they just stayed in. Yeah, because they're like, there's no way to improve. So, well, we had we had we had two nerds go out there and try to try to freaking swim around. Like, who was it? Checo. <laughs> he went out there with like six minutes left. Did like thirty feet of a hot lap and was like, yeah, that's gonna be a no. I feel like they might have just gone out there to get some wet weather data. That's after Lewis went out the second time for his one lap. I was like. They obviously like Lewis Hamilton knows he's not going to be. They're not slapped. retarded. They know they're not going to like. Post yeah, Lewis, Lewis like, Hamilton has a has yeah. a fucking brain. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they're definitely getting data. I was like, that's smart. I was like, I'm shocked more teams aren't doing that because we'll get into a little weather segment here. I think it's going to be we're going to have some weather this weekend. I'm going to let you get into the nitty gritty about that, but yeah, we will. Be, it's going to be a great weekend. But obviously, 
Leclerc finished P10 in Q3 with all the Ferrari shit shows. Yeah, I was going to say, let's go through the top 10 because for the people. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Leclerc, obviously 10th after basically not sitting a time, or setting a time on inters and then <laughs> not, being, not being able to go back on soft. Yeah, like, that like was... he was, honestly, every team should have used half the strategy where they just get out there early, set a time on slicks, yeah. and then just wait for the weather. And then Dude, even, even Martin Brundle was like, Get them out there fast. Like get it. Like get them out there. Like before the rain starts. Everybody knows in the F one game when you have that mixed qualifying session. If you know it's dry now and it's gonna get wet, set a time as early as you can. Yeah, one hundred percent. So we'll go through the uh, the whole top ten here. So on fucking pole, Kevin Magnuson, baby, from Team Haas. Sorry, I'm just still fucking so hyped <laughs> about that. Uh, P two. Max Verstappen, P3, George Russell after putting it in the dirt. P4, our guy, Lando. Let's go. That's I was stoked about that seeing McLaren on the second row. Let's go. Dude, great finish. And it was low-key finish, too. Like, it didn't really get talked about that much. He just did his wet weather thing and just put his, put his head car, down with the work. That's what we like put to his see, car where he needed to be, right? That's what McLaren's about. Yep, put his car where he needed to be. That's what McLaren is about. And then, so we got Carlos Sainz, Ferrari in fifth. Alpine, dude. Ocon is in sixth. <laughs> and Fernando Alonso, seven. Both Alpines in the top ten, which is sick. Lewis Hamilton, P8. Checo, P9. Leclerc, P10. So, I think it's going to be a tough race for Ferrari. I think they're going to get... We have to, we, have to, we have to point out, too, that this is sprint qualifying, so we still have a sprint race tomorrow to decide the actual order. Very true. I was... When I saw the first uh, post and everything, I... Got real high, and I you had to explain like what you had to remind me what, what was happening this weekend. I don't remember that we've had another sprint race this year. See, that's what see that's I don't how think fucking, we have. See, that's how crazy our schedules are. We've had two already. Have we? Yeah. Where? Let me look them up exact because I heard on the recap when I was watching, I rewatched it a couple times to recap like the drivers' interviews and stuff. They talked about that this is the third sprint race of the year. That must be crazy. That's crazy how our schedules have been this season, man. Dude, I can't believe this is already our 13th episode. We're almost done with the season. Uh, So we got F1. Imola. Imola was the first one. The Austrian Grand Prix and Sao Paulo. Austria was one. Did we do a podcast for Austria? Yeah, we had to have. I also think conveniently those were uh, races that I missed due to like check rides and shit. Yeah, that was that was more at the beginning too, when we were just getting our feet wet, starting to starting to learn the ropes and shit. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I just forgot where I was talking about. Or did we even? Because were those early on in the season? Because we started this podcast halfway through the season. Yeah, I honestly I don't have. I don't think we did a podcast for Imola. I don't think this was a thing yet. You might be right, dude, because we started like, yeah, we started at the summer break, uh, or just before it. No, we definitely did not. Yeah, uh, the Austria. Yeah, no, we did not. We have not. Okay, so this is the first spring qualifying in Mile High or uh, in uh, Village A's history. Presented by Mile High Parlay. Presented by Mile High Parlay. But yeah, so yeah, this is this is I'm not a big sprint guy. Um, I just think it makes the I don't like them. You, you like them? 
I do not like him. I don't yeah. think anyone really likes him. I think it dumbs down the race a little bit. It makes it less exciting because it's shorter and I don't know. It just makes it less of a spectacle. I don't know. It's weird. To me, it's like if you're in a position where you can maybe grab an extra position, like you work, you go for it. But like everyone's just really focused on defending. And then the other thing is, is people are really timid to like want to make a move because like, okay, you make a move, you risk one, you risk your entire car for one position. Yeah, dude, the sprint race doesn't if, fucking matter. The sprint race doesn't matter. If you fuck matter. up an overtake and you go in the gravel and spin out, you start last place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The sprint race doesn't fucking matter at all. Like they think, oh, that extra like, like one. Or, well, how many points does the sprint race winner get? Like eight. I think it's three, two, and one. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. You're actually you are right about that. And like they don't fucking care about that, dude. That's not. They want to. They want to make it car. to. Yeah, they want to start the the Grand Prix. Like that's their main goal is to start the Grand Prix, not to bundle up the car in a sprint that is meaningless. Especially if you're like P P two or P three. Like, I'd rather start in third than risk an overtake for second. Yeah. And then now I'm starting from the back off a good qualifying because – and I think I think this is probably the last year we'll have a sprint race. I think everybody in the Formula One community, including the FIA and everyone that matters, thinks that qualifying in F1 is probably one of the few things in the sport that's not broken. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's done so well and it's such a great system that – Everyone's agreed to for how how long has this system in for qualifying been active? Two thousand six, I believe. I mean, that's that's a pretty long run of zero complaints of how because they tried the they tried the one and done qualifying like NASCAR and it, it didn't it didn't really catch on. Yeah, and I like this one because like even though we have different sessions, like it's always there's always like that last little bit of qualifying where like oh shit like um you know. Magnuson is trying to make it out of the bottom five. Like we're all watching him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, like there's there's five seconds less. Is he going to cross the checkered and get a hot lap in under time? Like, is it going to be zeros on the clock when he gets his hot lap in? Like it's like dude, qual- half sometimes qualifying is as or more exciting than the Grand Prix. In Mexico, it was 100. percent Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, you're you're right, brother. I'm not I'm not going to tell you you're fucking. You're right. And and I would say that we had a great race in Singapore. But we had an equally good qualifying. Yeah, we've had a, we've had probably three races this year. We're like, that was fucking awesome. Hey, dude, what do you have in your hand right there? Oh, I have the new Village A podcast street sign. Fuck yeah, dude, that's so <laughs> sick, dude. I'm so pumped you got it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't mounted on the wall yet, and I was using it to like emphasize. Yeah, 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 just, like, use your hands to talk. <laughs> But dude, yeah, that's freaking sick. We're trying to really up our games with everything, with our logos, with our everything. We're just upping everything. So upping everything, boy. So what do we got next? We got a new segment. So that pretty much wraps up qualifying. That was a lot to talk about. We've been ripping for like forty minutes already. Are you serious? Uh, probably about. Let's 30. jump into some fan questions, though, because I hear this is getting spicy. Oh yeah, we got we got a couple fan questions. So all right, what do we got? All right, we'll go for the fan questions now. So first one is from our our boy Liam in Scotland. Um, he clearly watched the race, or watched qualifying, I mean. He says, my only question is how sustainable is this, and does K-Mag have the stones to stay in contention for Sunday? Um, so now that I've done the weather report in my home, in my off time, 
I think maybe has a good chance to start in a decent position for the Grand Prix. Okay. However, I think as soon as the lights go out on Sunday, I think the top 10 is going to fuck that man's bitch. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't seem able to put up a fight against the Red Bulls. Not the Mercedes. Norris is going to be coming through. Like, dude, it's... It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough road he's got ahead of him, that's for sure. He's got a mountain to climb. He, he might hold up Norris for a couple laps, but I think Norris will get around him. Well, my question, like, did you – we didn't really go over the full weather report, but is it going to be raining all weekend? No, I've got that segment. We'll do that after the fan questions. I want to give him some to listen for. Okay, perfect. So, it, I honestly think that's going to be weather dependent. If it's like fucking Seb's Toro Rosso win where it's just rain, pray for rain – monsoon rain like not a lot of shit can happen like max is fast like oh he's fast a lot he can do a lot but dude when there's that much spray if it's that wet i genuinely genuinely think kmx got a a shot as long as he can get through the sprint in a decent spot if he gets through the sprint p1 i think we got ourselves a race brother let me let me put it to you this way okay knowing what i know about the weather is i think everyone's going to be holding position during the sprint race Okay, so you, th- you think K-Mag will finish P1 in the sprint? Maybe. Around? It's not going to be It's not going to be a, a whole lot of passing, you think? I say people are just going to be trying to get the, get the things home. I, okay, I see you. I see you. That's, I mean, that's a good strategy. You don't want to fuck it up. Especially Haas. They, don't, they really don't want to fuck this one up. So let's get on to the next. Or we have more fan questions? Uh, we Sorry, got another. We, we do have another fan I, question. Liam, I don't want you to think I don't like you because I feel like every time you ask, you did, you did rip on, way. you did rip on him one. I can't remember what the other time was. I think it was about maybe it might oh, have been yeah. another. I have to, no, no. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yep. I have to apologize to you, Liam, and that's the kind of podcast this is. This is we hold ourselves accountable. We know when we're wrong. We know when we're wrong. <laughs> now, I, I, you, you asked the question. Do you think Logan Sargent will be yep. made a Williams F1 driver? Based on the fact that he's American, yep, and that you know America's got this new unwavering interest in F one, and I said Williams is probably the only team that that they don't give a fuck about that. (laughs) And then the Austin Grand Prix happens, and Williams rolls out a car draped in the American flag, stars and stripes, baby, (laughs) stars and stripes, and has Logan Sargent wearing a fucking cowboy hat. To announce Bro. their new driver, and I was wrong, Williams, and I ate my words live on the podcast. I am sorry, Liam. I fucking am. That's amazing. You gotta gotta admit it when we're wrong, bro. That's how we. That's how we stay true to our word. Oh my god! So I do that because uh, we got a another question, another fan question. That's a little. It's on topic, but well off topic. Was it for me? I think this one's probably for you. <laughs> this is it's well off topic but just enough on topic for this podcast keep those coming we love those boys we appreciate it and girls all right so this one's from austin uh didn't tell me where he's from probably for a reason but the question is, is he from Nick, austin his name is his name is austin oh so he says would you blow lewis hamilton for all of his driving ability but nothing else so just his driving ability. So you, you don't get to be Prince or, or um, knighted. You don't get to be a knight. You don't get to have cool dreadlocks. You don't get it. You don't get you're You're still a commercial pilot. 
but you're just the best driver in the world. The problem is at 26, even with Lewis Hamilton's driving ability, I don't have enough time to work my way through the ranks. Exactly. So like you, you may not even be a race car driver. You may not even be a Formula One driver. You just may, you may be a commercial pilot and you just may fuck up 12 year olds at the local karting track. You may just, you just are, would you do it for his ability? Let me ask you a question, Sean, as a, as a fellow straight man. Yes. Who has been asked in several different uh, contexts yes. whether or not they would blow a dude for something. Right. Let me ask you a question. Does the size of the dude's dick matter? No. I mean, if you're doing it, you're, you're going to be friends with the guy. Like, I feel like if I was going to do it like with Lewis, like, yeah, I'll be friends with him afterwards. We'll have like, we'll be pals. Like, because <laughs> I have on record that Lewis has a fucking hammer. Yeah, I, yeah, that checks out. I believe that. <laughs> no, there's a there's a video where you see it. Really, it's like a like a shot, like a, an imprint on a like shorts or I mean, something. He's 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 not. Uh, what's that fucker's name? Uh, Greg Norman. No, fuck. Why am I he blinking? Fucking wide receiver, Pittsburgh Steelers, Antonio Brown. Yeah, he's got a hammer. <laughs> I mean, but he's close. He's in contention. Dude, Greg Norman's <laughs> got the biggest cock in the world. Fact. Greg Norman? Dude, he's a 70, he's a 65-year-old golfer from Australia. And there's a he posted a picture. He did it himself. He posted a picture on Instagram of him just walking on the beach with like gym shorts on. Bro, it's shocking. It literally lit the internet on fire. Like, brother, you got that packing like whole it's you'll I'll, you'll have to look this one up. So, okay, like, look, back on to what the question was. Yeah, let's get let's get back on topic here. Back on topic to the off topic. Let's, let's reel it in just a little bit. So I would say at this point in my life, I mean, I don't know, dude. Everybody has a price, man. But, like, look. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Not, I would do it for, for Lewis's life and everything, but not for the talent. Um. Yeah, well, I mean. Sorry, bud. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, exactly. Like what I said, I pretty much answered it already. I'm was, too late in my life. Yeah, if I was like 18 and, and could have. Yeah, if I was like still like 18 or in college, like, yeah, I could work my way up to be Lewis Hamilton. But like as a 30 year old, 29 year old a mechanic, like, I ain't going anywhere. Like, I, I'm like, then no one's like, even if I told like Williams, like, yo, I'm the next Lewis, they're going to like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not, brother. <laughs> I'd be like, ask Lewis. Yeah. I, yeah I, <laughs> he, he can vouch for me. I promise. <laughs> Oh my he'd god. Be like, I'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, he's great, man. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, what else do we got here? Ooh, we got some. I do have a, just a couple like random little notes and stuff, but we'll probably end the podcast with those. Um, do you got some weather to talk about? I guess so. Dude, let's hear a meteorologist. Um, not meteorologist. Yeah, they don't they don't fucking know anything. No, no, no. We're an anti-meteorologist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have helped the brother out before, but um. So tomorrow, let me put it to you like this: What are we looking at tomorrow? Tomorrow for the sprint race, we are looking for fucking slip and slide. Girls gone wild is coming <laughs> down, boys. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna we're gonna get some submarines out there. Some we're gonna jet, have jet skis or something. <laughs> it's gonna be like I said: everyone hold position, hang on. All right. Um, what about for the GP? For the GP, I've got an answer that you guys are probably not going to like. 
which the long and short of it is with the data I have now, I don't know. <laughs> because that, that sounds like at, a classic meteorologist. <laughs> I mean, as, a, as someone, I look at these weather forecasts like, hey, I'm trying to fly a plane into the city where this track is. Right. How? What do I need to plan for? Right. And I'm seeing like scattered cells popping up with like misty precipitation. Like it could get like it was today during the GP where it's like kind of that like misty shit. That would make shit wild with, with tire strategies, bro. Yeah. That would make, but I don't see, I don't, we're definitely not going to be on the full webs. Dude. If it's like, if it's like a misty thing, we could see like Mick Schumacher winning because they just went incredibly bold and kept him on the softs the whole time. Like it could, if it's like it was in Q2 and like the beginning of Q3 today, it's just going to get nuts. I also say that's going to be mostly partly cloudy. So like the sun is going to be out. Oh, oh, Two, it's going to be like okay. 99% humidity. Okay. So it's going to be hot. It's going to be sticky. It's going to be miserable. Okay. But I, I, I don't know. I just, I just really can't tell you. Is it going to fully rain? Is it going to be... There's gonna be water in the air. There's gonna be water in the air. Is what you're saying. There's gonna be water around. Yeah, precipitation (laughs) around. (laughs) Perfect. Do I know? Because because remember what we talked about. If it's 33 percent chance, it means 100 percent of the area is going to get 33. Yeah. A 33 of the area is going to get 100 percent chance. Yeah, dude. That's why meteorologists are so fucked up. Like someone someone needs to go to jail for that, bro. Yeah, like, and I, after you told me that, I verified, and that bro, is true. So for the people that didn't quite get that, I'll reiterate. When you hear 60% chance of rain today, the meteorologist is actually saying 60% of the area we're talking about will 100% cha- will 100% get precipitation. But the way they say it is 60% <laughs> chance. Like, yeah, 60% chance of rain. Go fuck yourself. You know it's going to rain. You know you know where. You just like... What? How is that allowed, bro? They've been they've been duping us for 25 years. Well, I get where they get that though. Because if you live in this area, say like say we're talking about San Marcos. Yeah. If you live in San Marcos, tomorrow is 50% chance at nine o'clock. We know it's gonna rain somewhere in San Marcos. Yeah, dude, they're just covering their ass. Like, dude, if it gets one drop of rain. Like it we rained. just we're right, yeah. We're just a hundred percent transparent in that area. So if we just get one water drop, like yep, we win. We're we're right. So there, that's scumbaggery. That's tomfoolery. Someone needs to go to prison for that, bro. <laughs> that's not allowed. I just feel like they should have like explained the the logic better. Yeah, dude. They they do it on purpose. They literally they they word it like like we're they they word it to make us not understand. Like <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about betting real quick. I made a bold bet. It's going to be a quick betting segment, okay. but I bet on Kevin Magnuson, dude. Oh yeah. He called me at work for the, or I don't know who called who, but <laughs> yeah, I, I put money on Kevin Magnuson to win the Grand Prix. So, so my thought process and decision-making came from four-time world champion, Sebastian Vettel at Toro Rosso. I know it's after re, after watching it, it's, I would say 95% not the not the same thing at all, like I, I initially thought. But, dude, what, wet weather qualifying, if we get a wet weekend, pray for water, like, it's going to be hard to pass, and I'm just praying that K-Mac can defend his 
ass off because it's twenty Can bucks to win. Question? It's twenty bucks to win four grand. Can I ask a question? Ask away. You said that because you said that on the phone when you called me. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Is Sebastian Vettel at Tar Rosso? Yeah. I think that was Pierre Gasly. That at Toro Rosso? That one at Brazil. At for Toro Rosso? Yeah. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was at Brazil. It was, it was the Italian Grand Prix in 2008 when Vettel was at Toro Rosso. It was, just, it was their first win at Toro. And Okay, can you pull that up? Because I, I now that I've brought it up, because I think Pierre Gasly has also won at Toro Rosso. Did he race for Toro Rosso? Pierre, yes. Pierre came from Toro Rosso. Really? Also, Pierre still races for Toro Rosso. I mean, tech, yeah, the yeah, technically. Isn't it AlphaTauri now, though? Did you just send me a message like you're a fucking idiot? Oh, damn, bro. I didn't. I forgot that you're fucking using your phone. Yeah, so that's the <laughs> that's the Italian Grand Prix. You'll have to watch it after. I, yeah, but Toro Rosso is AlphaTauri now. and but Back then, it was called Toro Rosso, right? Right, but I do think now that you say that, I think Pierre Gasly has won at Brazil with Toro Rosso. In the wet? In the wet. Ah, I'm not 100% convinced, brother man. Oh, I can't do that. There we go. Google Pierre Gasly win. I'm doing it. Sorry, we're paused for just a second. His maiden Formula One victory at the 2020 Italian Grand Prix. It was 2020 Italian Grand Prix. Okay, well, I'm retarded, but still. Oh, no, close. It's close. <laughs> Brazil's kind of close to Italy. Like, the same thing, yeah. On the same planet. Oh, my gosh. So. Wait, did, gotta... no, no, no. Didn't, 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 didn't Pierre Gasly win again? Oh, I, I just closed it. I didn't. Okay. Um, right, so, let's see. I got uh, I got a couple just little, like, random little, like, tidbits I wanted to talk about. Um, you know how last, I think it was last week, uh, we talked, I was fucking chubbed out for Lewis Hamilton joining Tiger Woods in a sports media does something program or entertainment company. You remember that? Say that again. Sorry. I was looking at Pierre Gasly's stats. Remember the last episode when I talked about, I was fucking freaking out about Lewis Hamilton being partners with Tiger Woods in oh, yeah, the yeah, tomorrow yeah. sports program. So it turns out Lewis Hamilton is not the only guy that is now a part of this tomorrow sports league. So we still don't really have any information on what the league is, but it's just a giant. That's what like my next guess. Yeah, like, okay, media, Nicole, what is it? still don't know what it is. But it's like a media like tycoon brand. So from I'll just give you some names here that are now partners with Lewis and Tiger Woods from Formula One. We have Alex Albon, Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz. And Mark Weber are all partners. From the NFL, we have Josh Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, and Tony Romo. Checks out. Tennis, Andy Murray, Serena Williams, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Jason Tatum, Andrew Iguodala. Wait, 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 hold up. Basketball. What point did you change to basketball for the fans that don't know? Because oh, my, yeah, my, yeah, after after Serena Williams. You went from tennis to basketball. Yeah, my, I, yeah I just got too hyped about Steph Curry. <laughs> Uh, we got some soccer people for uh, for uh, over the water or what is that? What is that? Across the pond. 
Uh, big soccer guys, by the way. Oh boy, I don't know how to pronounce the first three, but Alex Morgan, boom. <laughs> MLB Shohei Otani. NHL, Wait, no, let me Sydney. see the first three because I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a football guy. Let me, let me uh, that's right. Three. It's Josie Altador. It's Josie Altador. I know that one. Uh, Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale, dude, he played for Tottenham. That dude is the speed, bro. Really? He's legit. Yeah, dude's sick. Yeah. Fucking partners with Lewis Hamilton now. Um, and Servando. Carosa, Carlos, Carlos, Car- Carlos, that one's tough. I only uh, really watch the English Premier League now, so. NHL, Sidney Crosby. That like, guy. Dude, these are stuff. Is that it for NHL? Yeah, it's the only NHL guy. I bet. He's I, bet I, was, I was just about to say our boy Nate Dog is going to join him. I guarantee it. What is this, dude? Is it just like a bunch of rich guys making money on sports so, media? Yeah. Probably. It's like it's a sports media and like entertainment. So they'll be like hosting, they'll be like the host of a bunch of different uh, sporting events. Like how, <laughs> how like MGM Grand is the host of all like the fights and stuff. Like it's just gonna be like the host and, but there's pretty much no other information. I think it's just, it's, I think it's like a takeover thing to kind of counteract the live golf situation that's going on in the golf world. Like the Saudis just gave $2 billion to start their own league. So I think Tiger Woods is like, fuck that. I don't need money. I'm Tiger Woods. I can just do it off my name. So he started his own league. And then Lewis was like, that's pretty cool. I'm in. And then a whole <laughs> bunch of people were like, damn, this is well, really sick. We're in, like, bro. We can do Tiger anything. Woods in my sport. Like, Yeah, so now they literally have like eight different sports they're, they're working with. So it's going to be wild. It's going to go to the next level. But that's just cool. That's a lot of Formula One guys just partnering up with my guy. Oh, we also have. Justin Timberlake? I didn't even see that. <laughs> so we have non-sports people? Yeah, entertainment. Justin Timberlake and Ninja, the gaming guy. Oh. Bro. This is going to be nuts. <laughs> we don't know what it is, but it's going to yeah, be Yeah, we have wild. no idea it's what it is, but it's going to be cool. I guarantee it. Well, it's going to be just a fucking rich, bunch of rich guys making more money. Also, there's another American Formula One podcast. Fuck them. Who's who? Who's in our that territory? Comedians. Uh, they're a lot better than us. No, um, they just have they've started they have more before. money than us. They, they started finished. before, yeah. They just have they're, we're fine, we're better for sure. Well, I was gonna say that we should fucking take them on on a track day, but then guess who their new host is? Who? Mika Hackenin. Yeah, that's not fair, bro. Yeah, that's that's not allowed. You, yeah, handicap that guy. He's gonna have to start from like twenty seconds behind us. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, okay, let me let me put this out. What? Any retired F1 drivers that wants to be a third host on this channel, Ooh. that way we can take on the other American F1 podcast. We are dude, taking applications. Dude, if we were to get a Formula 1 driver to add to this dynamic of tomfoolery, yet <laughs> awesome data and opinions, but then to have like a real F1 driver be like, you know, you guys are fucking wrong here. That, that one, nope, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong wrong so who but who would be think about it who would be an f1 driver that fits our vibe lando mm-hmm. lando lando, we, lando yep. would blush when we Dan, say daniel things. ricardo we gotta get daniel we gotta ricardo get, we gotta get i'll send him a dm who else I got this i got this bro yuki you could be fun too uh hulkenberg mm. Not many people could fit this pod, brother. No, I'm just thinking of who's savage enough. 
know. You know who's savage enough, bro? Fucking K-Mag. K-Mag. Dude, you know this is 100th start for Haas? This is 100th start. Not... Oh, yeah, I guess it might be his 100th start for Haas. It was for Haas, dude. And that was Haas's 143rd Grand Prix without a start. Or without a, without a podium, or without a P1 finish in qualifying. The next the next team is, uh, was it uh, not B A R? Fuck, I forgot it. It's uh, B not B A B A R B M R B R M. Tell me, help me out here. B A R was a team. Um, oh yeah, so it was them, and they had eighty starts without their first podium. That sounds on brand. So, freaking King Haas over here. I think if correct me if I'm wrong, B A R became Jaguar Ford. Who became Red Bull? Hey, you had some Ford news, bro. I did have Ford news. You just get hyped. Yeah, I just, I, you said Ford, and I'm like, boom, that guy had something for me. Yeah, and so this is not Formula One news. This is just car, it's news. news. It's fucking car news, bro. It's news that is should be settling for the automotive enthusiast, yeah. which is what a lot of us are. This is how we all got into F1, or at least me and Sean. This is how we got into being car guys. Fuck yeah. And then sports guys on top of them were like, oh, cars and sports and drama fuck yeah, yeah this, is, this is way better yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh we were worried about the new mustang right because we thought with the maki and all that bullshit coming out right that it's, it's gone. the muscle car was dead because now dodge has announced that if no one else is doing it they're not going to do it well dude they have the ev challenger now which is pathetic Right, right, right. Because like I mean, Ford came out with the Mach-E, so like we kind of got to. Because Ford and Dodge are really the guys we've been dick measuring in the last couple of years. In the most yeah, exactly. Because you know they got the Corvette, but that kind of does its own thing. And I mean, only people who buy Camaros right now are people who can't afford Corvettes. So like that's what they're not really facts. Not really in the power struggle right now. I love but that Ford little dude. Announced new twenty twenty four Mustang. It that's- is going to come in the five zero. Yep. It is going to come. Yep. With the most powerful 302 Coyote ever built. Does the, yep, got the boss, baby. Boss 302 engine. So the Coyote's staying. Fuck yeah. And it's 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 not they haven't released the actual power figures on it yet. But on the promo video, because I was like, I don't give a shit about the interior, but you know, I always look at interior shots because I need to see something. And it showed. A conventional manual transmission. Yeah, it it it's, it has been confirmed. It does have a manual. Von Gittin Jr. confirmed it. Oh, Von Gittin Jr. confirmed it. Yeah, so he's a huge Ford spokesman. Like, so he he's gonna help like develop the all the performance, like some like Ford parts for that. So he helped like release it, and he's like, "Yep, it's got a manual, baby." So twenty twenty four, I'll probably be looking at a new car, and I I have to say, if I'm buying a car that's coming out. Yeah, and I am on the pre-order list, by the way, for the two the new uh, 400Z. Oh, really? Yeah, I have no been on way. the pre-order list. That's yeah, I've been on the pre-order bro. list since they announced it. Actually, that's amazing. Okay. So, I mean, that's honestly probably what I'll get. But like, I don't know, man. I'd have to, I'd have to at least test drive the new Mustang at the same because it's about the same model year as what I'd get. Yeah, I mean, the 400Z will probably win for me. Is that Tony Manual? Yes. Sick. The reason I the reason I'm leaning towards the 400 z is because it's a very similar architecture motor to the GTR. Oh yeah, it's yeah, so, it's, it's yeah, it's very similar. 
So I feel like injectors tune E85. I've got the same horsepower as the GTR, but I've got it in a fucking short wheelbase, rear wheel drive manual. I love it. That's a great <laughs> idea, bro. I just see the Tom Foolery I get up to in that car. Dude, speaking of new cars and stuff, I have put a deposit down on a new car. You are getting a Corvette? I did. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin it. I bought, I, I put a deposit down on a C6 Corvette in Arkansas. And is it the white it, one you showed me? It is the white one I sent you. So manual, six speed baby. And is it a Z06 or no? Not a Z06. Unfortunately, that's a little bit out of my budget for now. But still, that's the dream. We'll hopefully maybe trade the stock C6 for the Z at one point. But as long as it goes through the pre-purchase inspection on Monday, fucking sold, baby. Who's inspecting it? Uh, I found a Corvette specialist at a Chevy dealership. So I feel like I was like... Wait, 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 wait. The specialist is at the dealership that's selling it? No, so it's another Chevy dealership. It's not a Chevy dealership that's selling the car. It's just a, another another dealership. And so I called a Chevy dealership in the area. I was like, hey, I'm going to need you fuckers to look at this, make sure it, it's kosher like they say it is. And, and if you know, because like, so by the way, like the Corvette specialist for our area in Broomfield is at a, um, Sewell Cadillac in Boulder. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that one. So like. When I, yeah, when I get it back, I'm going to, yeah, when I get it back, I'm going to, I, there's a couple like performance shops too. And, but. Yeah. No, but if you got an actual Corvette specialist to look on it, at it, that, that's good. Cause GM only has a couple of those in each area. That's true. But yeah, I called the service right, and she was like, "She's like, yeah, let me go check a service, see if they can do an inspection." She comes back, she's like, "Well, I didn't even know that, but we have a Corvette specialist back there. Like, I didn't even know that, so that works." I was like, "Yeah, just remember like, how when we were at Subaru, uh, Jeff Ramsey was the NSX." Yeah, specialist. yeah, we had, yep, yeah. He had we had one guy to work on all the no, and Chris Whalen. Yeah, Chris, Chris Whalen. Yep, one dude. Right, two. Yeah, two. By the way, no one Chris else. Whalen, huge F one fan. Why is he not listening to the pod? Dude, huge dick though. I love Chris. Dude, he was always an asshole. He tried to teach me how to wash my hands. Like, <laughs> he, it was like seven o'clock at night. I, we all, I had to fucking stay late. And he's like, he's watching me like, hey, you know, like hot water works better. Oh, yeah, I, I, like, I was like, hey, go fuck yourself. Like, I know how to, like, what? Go, like, go to hell, bro. I remember that because you came into my, when I back when I worked for Super, you came into my bay and you were disgruntled. Yeah, I was like, You're this like, motherfucker tried to teach me how to wash my hands. Like, bro, it's water. Like, just go <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Oh, guess we're getting back into the, the fucking the salad days and me and Sean's partnership. Yes, sir. Um, yo, what time is the sprint tomorrow? I don't fucking know. I'm actually gonna ask you. Let me look. I got it right here. Uh, sprint. Uh, so we got sprint qualifying. We got free practice is at eight thirty tomorrow, and qualifying for the sprint or sprint race is at twelve thirty. Local my my time, so it doesn't help anybody that's listening. But if you want to do math from Mountain West time, it's there you go. Wait, what time is it your time? 12.30 is the qualifying or sprint. Okay, so that's 1.30 my time. And guess what? What? My one flight of the day is guess what time? I'm going to go with 1.30. Yes. Damn, I'm good, bro. Dude, you know what? I'm going to text them. No, that sucks because they have to drive all the way out from Austin. I was like, I'm going to text them. Like, can you come at 9.30? But then it's like. Bro, if you text them now, know. if you text them now, it's like nine o'clock. That's pretty late. <laughs> but then also too, on top of that, like I don't know if the weather's gonna be good enough. Like I know this fight will go at one thirty. <laughs> fucking Senate, bro. There's a fucking on demand for a reason. 
Yeah, and besides, it's a sprint race. But if it was the Grand Prix, I might try. And... Yeah, Grand Prix, we got at 11 a.m. Sunday. So just don't text me until I tell you, like, hey, I'm watching. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, you I... can text me. Just text me about other shit. When's your Corvette inspection? Uh, Monday, I'm getting the car inspected. And yeah, bro, as long as the rear main and the clutch are good, fucking sending it. Yeah, and that's crank, really. I mean, and the crank. Yeah, I mean, it, there's like three things: crank bolt, rear main, the crank pulley. Yeah, clutch. Yeah, those are literally the three things. And even if the clutch is like not a hundred, like brand new, I'm just gonna take like say I'll just offer them a thousand, fifteen hundred less than asking. Like, yeah, but that's a five thousand dollar job. So like, think about that. Nah, the clutch is like twenty five hundred, and the rear main's like five. The thing about doing those jobs on the Corvette, like anything transmission related, yeah. or rear main, like anything Sucks. you have to remove the transmission, it's just like Sucks. we can't do it. Like back in the day, like we could have done it in our garage, but we can't with the Corvette because you could split the whole chassis. Yeah, you break the car in half. You like drop so, the rear subframe, everything. And it's everything. not like you can just pay one of our buddies at Subaru to use their lift because that thing's gonna be on a lift for three or four days. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be it's not the smartest decision as a Subaru trained mechanic to buy a chevrolet corvette but i'll fucking figure we out them, dude. we love oh, them i had a on. huh yeah you fucking you you bought one out of spite which is the hardest thing i think i've ever heard oh tell him the story you tell him. <laughs> bro this this motherfucker our guy nick here shows up to work one day with a bright red c5 z06 like <laughs> what the fuck is that he's like i bought it yesterday <laughs> what like yeah, so I went to. I was like, I think I think you're just trying to test drive one or something. And you went to a used car dealership, and these no, no, I went to, I went to uh, Siltahar Chevrolet. Yes, that yep. And these two old fucking salesmen walk out there, give you some bullshit runaround, and they walk back inside and tell the junior, the rookie, like this motherfucker's not buying shit. Like you can go out and deal with him. And as soon as he gets out there, you look and like, hey, I'm fucking buying this right now. Like those guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> you can go back in and tell them, sold bitches. And you bought that <laughs> out of spite, just just because those fuckers were like, "You can't buy this. You're like 25. You can't. What do you mean?" And you were like, "Cash, bitches, sold, <laughs> dude." And fucking, you're a Cor- you were looking for a Corvette, but dude, those guys just pissed you off so much. You're like, "Like this is the one, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it checked out. Like, it was a great car. It, it turned out to be a great car. It but- was a fixed roof coupe, like it was a Z06, it had seventy six thousand miles on it, six speed manual, like it was sick. It had what I wanted, so that's why, like, I was comfortable in saying, like, yeah, you're comfortable, like, you know what? Let's send it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm the I, the second I saw the car, and, and it was actually at no, so it wasn't Silta Heart, it was Automation. Yeah, you and- you were gonna tell the old guys, like, yeah, I'm ready to buy this right now, and they just walked up, like, no, because they they so they had a Corvette in stock at the location. Uh huh. And it was a convertible automatic C5 non-Z06. And he tried to show me that, and I was like, look, I know what I want. Yes, that, yeah. This isn't really what I want. And and at this point, they're still thinking I'm just a kid. It's just bullshit, you know? Yeah. And, they bring and the so out. he pulls up the thing, and it's at their West location, which is in Lakewood. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, we have a Z06 fixed roof coupe, like 76,000 miles. Um, it's in red. And I said, look, I'm not crazy about the red, but yeah, let's make red. it. Let's put together a deal. I'll take this thing home tonight. And so good. He walks, he walks in there. And he looks like, sold, puts his hands up. You guys suck <laughs> at this. You guys suck at this. <laughs> so it was tight, though, because like the car was in Lakewood and we were in uh, 
You just asked, sight you unseen. Yeah, you're sight unseen. You bought it. Yeah, so he goes up there. In, in, in Auto Nation, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like the Walmart of car dealerships. Yeah. Dude, we are so far off topic. I'm sorry. If no, you're still just, listening, this is just, this is yeah, just, if, if you're still back. listening, you're one of the boys. You, you just yeah. happen to love the banter. So the car was in Lakewood. We were, you know, you know where that, that, uh, automation, the North store is like, yeah. yep. Right on the intersection of 36 and I 25, that one. Oh yeah. And so they were like, okay, well, we're going to have to drive to Lakewood and your test drive can be driving it back. So good, bro. So my test drive was literally from Lakewood to North Denver, just ripping that thing like 85 yeah, on the highway. Tra- transferring between dealerships for the dealership. You're like, yeah, this, this one will work. This one will do. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, no, guys. I think I think like this, because I was still kind of like, dude, this is a big purchase. You know, like I'm making it out of spite. Is this really the right thing to do? And then I pulled on to uh, E470 and just dropped a gear into the on-ramp. And I was yeah, like, you're like, oh, yeah. The yeah, right this, decisions. This, <laughs> pretty much like, honestly, dude, if, this thing's fucking like my Corvette's leaking like a sieve and I just floor it the first time. I'm like, I don't even fucking care. Like, yep, this, yep. I have a boner. Like, yep, this is all I need. Well, the thing was too, is it wasn't even the fastest car I owned at the time. No, it was just feels cool. It's, dude, it's the coolest fucking feeling car ever. It, it just, it just, it felt like this is my, this is, yeah. Yeah. This I've, is driven, my I've, driven, I've driven two C6 and the first time I drove one, I was like, I'm just buying like, I'm just buying one of these. Like, I don't care what it like. There's nothing that's going to convince me otherwise. Like, this is the coolest shit yeah. ever. No, I want another C5. I'll take a C5Z or a C6Z. That's on the list. Yeah. Well, holy shit, bro. I think we're pretty fired up for this race weekend. I mean, I think we, are too. we got, we got the U S company Haas fucking I'm buying the Corvette. We got, it's just, it's just on fire this weekend, bro. I'm buying a Nissan or a Mustang in four years. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, shit, man, do you got anything else for the for the village? Did we get any responses on our fucking No Nut November post? Um, not not directly. We got a, we got some likes, but no direct contact. <laughs> okay, well, reach out to us. Let you know. Let us know how far you made it. If yep. you're still in the running. Yep. We got, pri- we, got the, we got a prize at the end of the month if you still made it. Yeah, we'll give you a signed if you made it, it Shit. receipts. You know what, actually? Now that you say that, once we get to 100 followers on our Instagram page, we're going to do a giveaway for one of our signs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anyone wants, if anyone wants, like, just a cool village A, like, street sign, says same, same kind of design as Silverstone, at 100 followers, we're at 76 right now. Once we get to 100 on the Instagram page, we'll do a giveaway. Absolutely. Done on the pod. You heard it here first. So I'll make the post at some point on the Instagram to kind of hype it up. But yeah, let's fucking do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. We won't even sign it just so you can have it. You have can cool want, if you want it signed, if you want it signed, we'll sign it. If not, we won't. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Well, on dude, on that note, it's I not think, like our signature's worth anything. <laughs> no, it's, my, my autograph is worth nothing. But if you want it, maybe it'll be worth something once this pod goes to the moon. But you got it. You can copy my signature and get a loan if you want your credit to be worse than what it is now. Yeah, you can have my debt because I'm the you kind have, of motherfucker yeah. that impulse buys Corvettes. Yeah, you can. So you can you have my debt. Your if you credit want is it. bad. Yeah, they can have our debt. <laughs> We're good. Well, hell yeah, bro! I think that was a great pod and. I think we'll end it off on a potential giveaway soon. So if you got nothing else, 
Uh, I'm ready for Brazil. Happy Veterans Day. Yes, sir. Hey, Mag, let's go. But let's go. We'll see. Uh, we'll see you on Monday for post GP reactions. Yeah, for all my veterans out there, fucking have a good one. Hell yeah! Enjoy your free little Caesars, Applebee's, whatever. Uh, golden get all, get all you the stuff. Enjoy your free lunch, man. You signed, and, and guess what? It is worth it because all my brothers and sisters, you signed a blank check, payable to the amount of your life. Fuck yeah, they did. And you didn't have to cash it in, so we celebrate. This is for y'all. Yes, sir. Be safe. Have a good one. See you later, Village. Peace.